welcome to DoD Secure, the podcast that talks about security clearances and protecting classified information according to the National Industrial Security Program Operating Manual, better known as the NISPOM. So get ready for hard discussions about what impacts your security clearances and how do you get security clearances for your personnel, for your facility, and how to protect that classified information that you're working on. We would like to thank our sponsor, Red Bike Publishing, at www.redbikepublishing.com, which has training resources and books based on security clearances and protecting classified information. You can also get your copy of NISPOM or your copy of the International Traffic and Arms Regulation or the ITAR there. Also included are books and training that you can download and present to your cleared employees. Our host, Jeff Bennett, is an author who publishes books as well as articles on clearancejobs.com. Welcome to DoD Secure, Episode 1. In this episode, we're going to talk about security clearances and the drug test. We recently received a question from our audience that says, that asks, am I required to take a drug test as part of the security clearance process? So we wanted to break this question down because it's a pretty loaded question. Yes, you may end up taking a DoD security, uh, drug test, but it may not necessarily be part of the security clearance process. So... Let me explain. Even though the drug involvement is one of the 13 adjudicative criteria, um, adjudicative criteria is what is used to evaluate a person's ability to get a security clearance or their suitability. An adjudicator or somebody making that decision will look at these 13 criteria. Drug involvement is one of them. A couple of others are allegiance to the country and Others. We'll cover those topics later. I'm not prepared at this time. But drug involvement is one of those. So somebody's going to evaluate a cleared person's or a subject under investigation for a security clearance on whether or not they've abused drugs. Have they abused drugs? How long was the last time since they've used drugs? And what was the frequency of the drug use? And some other questions. Um, drug involvement again, is one of those criteria. So marijuana and opioids are one of the biggest concerns right now. Especially since marijuana has been legalized in many states so far. I guess the bottom line is, even though a state has legalized the use of marijuana, for security clearances, it's still not an approved activity. Marijuana for whatever reason, is not approved for those using security clearance, uh, having security clearances. One of the main reasons is it's not a national level approval. You can use these drugs well in the states, but nationwide they continue to be illegal. Or at least that's what I believe the reason is. Drug involvement raises questions about a subject's loyalty, their reliability, and ability to protect classified information. You know, it's for this initial security clearance assessment. 
Currently, there are no requirements to conduct recurring or random drug testing as part of the security clearance process. They are usually conducted, drumroll please, as part of the hiring process. However, during a cleared employee's security clearance scope or during their five or ten years prior to their next reinvestigation, they go under a continuing evaluation process. If drugs are an issue during those continuing evaluation process, they're also part of criteria that they're supposed to either self-report or other employees are supposed to report derogatory information, including drug use, about a cleared employee. Even though it's part of it, drug testing is not normally part of that. Um, Security clearance applicants fill out an SF-86 or questionnaire for national security positions. Um, The questionnaire itself, you know, requests information about drug uses that uh, applicant should populate accurately and completely. Usually what gets people denied a clearance is not the act of drug use itself, but the act of hiding that drug use. There are many, many cases that I've written about where drug users have been getting, have been provided security clearances. Again, when was the last time they used drugs? What was the frequency of drug use? What were the circumstances? Those who have overcome drug addiction have indeed received security clearances. Those people cleared or who have security clearances, who delve into drug usage, usually lose their clearances. Those who have been found to lie on the SF-86 will not get their security clearances. Um, Let's see, what would trigger a drug test? It would not be part of the security clearance process. While drug usage is evaluated as part of that process, a testing is not. The most obvious trigger for testing appears to be a part of the initial position suitability or generally general hiring process meaning like before you get hired you had to pass maybe a small background investigation not like an SSBI or one for a national security clearance but a small one to make sure you're going to be a good employee and going to get along with other employees additionally you might have to take a drug test some agencies have internal requirements like the Department of Energy, you know, you're handling nuclear weapons, you're going to take a drug test. Um, but the DOD is not standard procedure, at least in defense contractors. Government agencies and their clear defense contractors usually require drug testing or screening prior to the hiring. And you can see that it's usually in the job announcement. Again, it's part of the hiring. Uh, for example, a cleared employee changing jobs most likely will take a drug test while the changing jobs will go to a new employer and the HR requirements will be take a drug test before you're hired. However, the same cleared employee may not be required to take a drug test while remaining at their current job. Two years, three years, four years, five years later, they're a good employee. Why would they be uh, required to take a drug test? Now, you fill a drug test. The results of a drug test are devastating. If you are currently undergoing a security clearance process, or undergoing a hiring process, or currently trying to join the military, or get a government job, and you take that initial drug test, and you come up hot on it, chances are you won't get that job. 
chances are you won't get that clearance either. But rest assured, if you're a good employee, you're already in the system and you're just being put in for a security clearance and or you currently have a security clearance, you will most likely not have to take another security or another drug test at a later date. Well, that's all for now on this topic. If you have any questions, you can uh, write to me at editor at redbikepublishing.com or feel free to follow our newsletter. Um, our newsletter is available at www.redbikepublishing.com and click on newsletter. And it'll lead you to a place where you can just put in your email address and we'll send you a newsletter. Additionally, um, if you're out there listening or just getting started, and if you see that this is content that you would like to sponsor, send us an email. Again, editor at redbikepublishing.com. We are definitely looking for sponsors to help support this broadcast. And if you have any topics you'd like to discuss in the future, We'd like to invite you to, again, use that email address, editor at redbikepublishing.com. So the purpose of DOD Secure, another link is dodsecure.com, is to inform security-cleared people about how to do their jobs better, what classified information is, how to protect it, and maybe how to get hired. Um to protect classified information in a security job or a job that requires a security clearance. So we hope to be able to provide a lot of value and a lot of help. Future venues will include interviews because you probably don't want to hear a monologue all the time. So I want to get industry leaders. So if you're interested in being interviewed, um, please use that email address as well, and I will be happy to interview you. Thank you, and look forward to our next podcast, Episode 2. Don't miss it. Thank you for joining DOD Secure, the podcast that talks about security clearances and protecting classified information according to the NISPOM. For more information, you can visit www.dodsecure.com or visit our sponsor at www.redbikepublishing.com for more information or send questions. Or join our newsletter. You can find the link on our website. Have a great day and go out and continue to protect our nation's secrets. 